0: All right.
1: Okay, everybody, welcome back to Talk with an Owl podcast, and this is Gene, your host. Today, we're going to go back with our theology series that we do with uh, Mr. Joe again, and how are you today, Joe?
0: Yeah, I'm doing well. How are you, Gene?
1: I'm doing pretty good. Um, Subject today, last time we talked, uh, we had talked about discipleship. Um,
0: Mm -hmm. That's right.
1: I guess my first uh, question and following up with that is if you had any additional thoughts or if you even thought about it since we last did it.
0: Well, I hadn't thought that much about it, but <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what additional questions might you have?
1: Well, no, I just, um, after we did it, sometimes, you know, after you, you think through a subject, you might have, um, you know, something may come to mind. Oh, I didn't think about that or whatever, you know. Um, so I didn't know if you might have yeah,
0: Maybe if you had asked me about a week after, I, I was still thinking about it. But yeah, um, you know, in discipleship, it, it's always there, right? Uh, in your ministry, um, you know, I'm, I met with a, a kid today um, and uh, talked about just uh, encouragement in the scriptures and and um, and uh, just to just to uh, be together and uh, be together with other Christians um to encourage him and and, and and to me that's that's where discipleship you know it's not something so much that you talk about as much as something that's that you're doing uh that, that's so very that's why true. i don't have much to say about it <laughs> you're
1: saying you're saying it's kind of like doing uh manual labor you can talk about digging a ditch all day but if you don't actually get out there and dig it it doesn't get dug <laughs> uh,
0: that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah that's exactly
1: right i guess that's true yeah um I, um, you know, I do have a, and I mean, I guess a lot of it's just theoretical, you know, sort of like the difference between, you know, somebody that maybe they come out with an MBA and they start working in an accounting firm and somebody says, Oh, wonderful. You have an MBA. Now can you show me how to do this? Um, I, uh, mm-hmm. a thought has occurred to me for years really. And I don't know that you or I live to be in our sixties, seventies or eighties, but I have wondered because to me, Whenever somebody talks about discipleship, I always think they talk about or have in mind youth and um, young people, specifically probably Mm -hmm. under 30s, um, the under 30 crowd. Mm -hmm. And so um, I guess that's just because everybody wants young people to grow and have a good foundation, if you will. Um, but if you're anything like me and most people i know plenty of people that are that are 60 and 70 and you know they spiritually speaking you know there's there's 17 year olds that can um you know tower over them so to speak mm-hmm. um so uh, one thing that i yeah I've, yeah go ahead
0: well yeah i mean we have people like that in our church that so just recently recently joined they're in their 60s and 70s and and um they said to me that they've um they regretted not seeing the bible like they're studying it now uh, and they feel like they've wasted so much time mm. but you know i guess you can't you can't really know that until until you uh figure out that you've you've missed all that uh, i suppose yeah I don't, I don't know if there's a way to i mean there's no way to go back in time and do it all over again so you right. only have that uh opportunity when it comes to you
1: well i've wondered too how um obviously everything you know the easy what's the easy question the easy answer for somebody says well you know uh how do i you know i'm i'm 30 or something like that or i'm 35 how do i keep up my um level of not level i don't even know how to say this without sounding legalistic how do i keep up my uh ambition if you will or of to be in discipleship you know, when I'm, I mean, we all go to church and, you know, you'll, you'll see the 70 year old couple or the 60 year olds that are there and they seem, you know, and you talk to them and, you know, I, I, you know, there's some that you talk to them. They've been walking with the Lord for 40 years, you know, since they got married, you know, whatever. But I, I have wondered that in my mind, you know, obviously grace of God is the simple answer, but how do you keep it, um, um, from getting burnout. I don't know. That's just, uh, I'm not saying there's an answer to it. I'm just, it's something that's crossed my mind as to how you continue to have strong discipleship in your own life.
0: Yeah. I mean, there is somewhat, uh, uh, you know, you can get stale in your, in your, in your walk with Christ. Um, but I would say that's just, if, if you're participating in the same type of Bible studies or, or um just being around the same people every single time and you're and you're not you're not willing to you know study uh something that you've never studied before um you you go back to the same old same old you know like like for instance here i got a book here so we did gentle and lowly right this is a, a book that just came out last year when i first started doing that bible study everybody was well, in, at least in the men's Bible study, they were like, oh, we, we don't like this book. Uh, we don't like the author because of the way he says things, right? Uh, because they were, he was using uh, words that they were unfamiliar with as far as like what they've studied before. And so I said, well, he's, he's talking about the same gospel truths, but he's just saying it with different, you know, a uh, different vocabulary. And by the end of it, you know, they were all, they loved the book. So it's just a matter of being being willing to, you know, take a walk out on a limb, if you will, and uh, Mm -hmm. take a a chance.
1: I should probably pick up a copy because I've never heard of it or read it until I, you know, heard you talking about it.
0: Yeah. Well, both of our men's and women's Bible studies went through that um, over this fall Mm -hmm. since september so it's been a good it's been good because husbands and wives all go home and talk about the book with each other Mm. and grow together even even discipleship you know in the home you could say that yeah so
1: i think there you go i think about you know not i think about my own um we're gonna get to our topic people by the way soon but i was just thinking about my own um, journey if you will back in the late 90s my college days and stuff And it was just, uh, I I could just remember some of the resources that people were using. Oh, gosh, what was that one? Well, that might have been early 2000, Blue Light Jazz. That was like everybody's thing for a while. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) That and uh, I don't even know if that was like, I don't even know if that would be considered a discipleship book. I just remember being super popular in the Christian (laughs) community.
0: Well, you know, and I am, uh, uh, you know, alert to not doing things that are popular per se but like this happened to be popular and good Mm. (laughs) so you know that's a rare yeah (laughs) in the christian at least in the christian world
1: right yeah you know there was another one that i just lost memory of but back in the late 90s that i was trying to um oh gosh the uh the road to calvary or something like that is what it was called that one and the uh the um the josh mcdowell his books were like on oh, fire yeah, yeah. back in the day
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely read some josh mcdowell books yeah yeah and those are good i mean yeah they have their they have their upside so
1: <laughs> yeah, um yeah. anyway our topic tonight um is the bible and i even brought a hard copy you don't see these too often and uh <laughs> the modern yeah, day do you i, I
0: did not <laughs> <laughs> i actually
1: brought a holy bible with me yeah the NIV. So we know it's the right one, right? No, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, just kidding. I I that's usually what people say about the um,
0: Well, you know, don't disparage the NIV too much. It's it's okay. It's all right. It's a it's a fine translation.
1: There right. It's the one that I grew up with, frankly. Um, yeah, when yeah, I, I did uh, too. yeah, yeah, and then going back to the nineties, in the nineties and through the two thousands. Mm-hmm. I always found it um, well, I went to a church where they use the NSV, New American Standard, I think it is.
0: Oh and, yeah, and N A S B.
1: Yeah. That one was like compared to NIV, it was like reading, you know, it's like the difference between, felt like the difference between King James and uh, the message in some ways. Uh, sure. Yeah. But anyway, the topic is the Bible. We want to talk to Joe about it and um, just go through it. So I guess um, I'll let you kind of open up with your own statement as far as um, what you have to say about it. What is it? And uh, what do you, th- you know, what is it? What do you think about
0: it? Well, the Bible essentially is just means a book. Um, so that's, that's where you start. You know, it's a book that, you know, reads in, in some sense, like any other books, right? You, you know, there's a start, there's a middle, there's a finish and there's a theme. And the theme uh, is Jesus Christ, right? The Bible from, start to finish um, I wouldn't say like t- some some pastors would say every verse y- you you have to find Jesus in every verse well that would be like pretty tough like a verse let's say I don't know out of the blue Titus I think it's like Titus 112 or something like that where you know it says uh, 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 cretans cretans are always lazy gluttons <laughs> um <laughs> you know where's jesus in that well you one of the Cretans, a prophet of their own said Cretans are always liars evil beasts lazy gluttons okay so you know where is christ in that you, you have to study for a little while but you know the, what's the overall theme let's say of a book like titus right it's about jesus and, and our, our salvation in him what's what's the theme of genesis right uh, it's it's jesus what's the theme of revelation you know, so there are 66 books uh, to make up one book of the Bible, 39 in the Old Testament and 27 in the New. Um, and you can break those books up into different categories, right? Or, or the books of the Law of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Um, you could uh, break them up into uh, major prophets like Isaiah, Jeremiah. Or minor prophets like um, uh, like Habakkuk or, or, or books like that, mm. where and the only reason why those are called major prophets and minor prophets is just because of the size of the book. You know, Isaiah is sixty-six chapters versus uh, something like Malachi, which I think is five chapters.
1: Wait, that's um, the if I could pause you. That's the only reason they're called major and uh, minor prophets. Well, yeah, I did not know that.
0: Yeah, so, well, it doesn't mean like one's more important and the other one's not, you know. Mm. But major just means, you know, larger book. And I, I, yeah, really? Malachi's okay. got four four chapters.
1: I really do not so, know. Uh,
0: okay. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. So, so, and then you, you can have uh, uh, books like in, in the Old Testament, uh, books of poetry, right? You got um, Job, mm. Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon, right? And, and like I said, you read it like any other piece of literature so like if the question the question can come up can you take the bible uh literally right right well you know it depends it, you know what do you mean by literally you know um, um uh is, yes and is, no, uh, is mm-hmm. right is it is it a historical narrative you know, or is it a? Or is it a metaphor? Right? When Jesus says, "I am the door." Right? What does he mean? Well, that's that's a metaphor. He's not literally a door. You can't like right. open him. Um, <laughs> I am. I am. I am the gate. I am the. I am, even like every everything. Uh, a lot of what Jesus says is is, is metaphor. Right? Um, you know, does Jesus really take care of sheep? you know, literal sheep or are we the sheep, right? Mm. So, so, you know, you have to be careful with saying, you know, do you take the Bible literally, you know, could you say, are there, are there flames, fires, in hell? Yes, you could say that, but also you could say that it, that could be a metaphor, right? Um, right. It, you know, that, that, that could be so, you know, it depends on what you're reading, where you are, who, who, who's writing the book, who they're writing it to, you know, and then you got in the New Testament, you have the gospel, right? Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Luke and John, you have um, Acts, which is a historical narrative. Uh, and then you have um, epistles, right? epistles are letters that the, mostly the Apostle Paul wrote, but you also have the Apostle Peter, you have Hebrews, which is, we don't know the author. We have the Apostle James, who is the Lord's brother. And then you have 1st, 2nd, 3rd, John, and Revelation, that um, Jude as well, Jude, written by Jude, who's also the Lord's brother. So those are all written as letters. Mm-hmm. I, and actually, I mean, not that I was thinking completely of this podcast for this, but I was thinking that this morning uh, about how you read, you know the Bible, especially in these epistles, you read it as as a letter that is written either to a church or mm. it's written to a person. You know, so right, and it's written with with certain first century aspects like greetings, right, and that's how they start a letter, also, or grace to you, something like that, where there's a salutation. Uh, there's the, then there's the body of the letter and then there's the benediction or the ending of a letter so there's different facets of how the bible is written but it's and it's all inspired right by the holy spirit right that's um first mm. peter uh 316 right um if i can look that up um or is it second peter <clears> 316 second peter 316 um All 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 scripture, uh, or three fifteen, all scripture is God breathed. Right, it's all it's all it's all um, inspired by God. Mm -hmm. Um, Where um, Peter talks about that, men were carried along as they were, as the Holy Spirit superintended uh, their writing. Now he didn't change their personalities. Right, he used their personalities. Right. Is he that used a, Paul's personality? Is that work. verse? Is that a parallel
1: to uh Second Timothy three sixteen?
0: Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, Second Timothy three sixteen. I didn't know if maybe you yeah, said something right. similar. Gotcha. Yeah, Second Timothy three sixteen.
1: I just happen um, to know that verse. That's you,
0: all. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get those three sixteens
1: right.
0: All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, all right, all all scripture is God breathed, breathed out by God, and profitable for teaching, for reproof. For correction and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So it's like, well, why is the Scripture written? And it's written for that purpose, right? mm-hmm. so that that um, that uh, it can be profitable for teaching, for for uh, reproof, for, for for the living the Christian life. Uh, um, you know, you you can't know that you need to be saved outside of the Scriptures. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you feel that like I feel there's something, there's something wrong with me, but I don't, I cannot know that by, by, by walking on a beach somewhere. Um, how is it that I'm saved? Well, I'm saved by Jesus Christ and the only way to know that is in the Bible. So, um, well, I would say that's what the Bible is about.
1: Very good. Um, I think that is a great overview. Um, the uh, by the way i'm just looking down at my old testament and song of songs on my bible here is on page 666 that's weird for me but um, <laughs>
0: okay I just, well don't get uh, again hey don't get <laughs> caught up in in uh,
1: in, uh printers uh, you
0: know, yeah printers let's say <laughs> that wasn't in the original right yeah so, um, well that,
1: that's a good question too um in my bible that i'm looking at well, let's just break down things a little simply here um Mm-hmm. You mentioned that there are 66 books, a lot of that's a Sunday school answer. A lot of kids should, should know if you went to Sunday school, um, mm-hmm. but you know, you'll, you'll talk to your average atheist agnostic, which I think there's many in this world nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. So oftentimes either ex Protestants or Catholics that didn't really pay attention to anything in church. And then, you know, they just graduate and they're doing whatever they want to do. Um, what mm-hmm. is the primary difference between the old Testament and new Testament? Or is there? Or, well, you know, differences, whatever.
0: Primary difference? Well, it, it's the Old Testament points Christ, uh, points to Christ coming, mm. right, and the New Testament points back to Christ having come. Um, I would say that's the primary difference. Mm. Oh, and right? I guess There's, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, it's just a you know people people waiting. We're we're waiting for Christ's second coming, in the New Testament. And the people in the Old Testament were waiting for us first. So
1: We're basically between Jude and Revelations, no? Or yes, I should say.
0: Yeah, I in mean, y- you could say, well, it depends on on your dating of Revelation, really. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> for all so, of our
1: Baptist people, can we address this a little bit? <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: Yeah, so, well, <clears throat> yeah, a little bit. I mean, you could say... You know, Revelation was uh, written in the 90s, right? So if it's written in the 90s, then that, that takes 70 AD out of the equation, which 70 AD was the destruction of Jerusalem. But if you say it's written in the 60s, let's say is written in, I don't know, 60, 68 AD, well, then would it be a prophecy of the destruction uh, of Jerusalem? I would I would say no it's written in about 98 AD um, by, by the Apostle John mm-hmm. um, but yeah in, in, in some ways you could say yeah we're between Jude and Revelation things that have not have not happened yet you know warnings right. of things that that could happen it, it, you know what's what's interesting about the book of Revelation if you read it um, in terms of that it's all about Jesus. one of, one of my professors in seminary told me well it's like a pic it's like a picture book. It's like a children's book actually giving hmm. you little pic little pictures of how to you know see Jesus, right? right. So like w- when you when children read books about anything, right? There's little pictures and and this is what it's like, right? And you know, so <clears throat> you know, you have like, like the devil is like the great red dragon in in revelation 12 and, and the child that he's trying to pursue and to destroy is Jesus. Mm. So, you know, things like that, where you you can get, you can get carried away with what those metaphors mean and, and get yourself into big trouble with the Bible interpretation.
1: <laughs> I kind of got ahead of myself because I went, started with revelation there. Um, but, uh, no, that's all right. The, um, but back to the Old Testament, so we said there is an, there is a difference between Old Testament and New Testament. It's not like units in a book um, where you see, you know, unit one or unit two. Sure. Um, yeah. But um, the, golly, I mean, this could really be a three hour, maybe we'll do this in like three parts or something. <laughs> uh, sure. The um, Let's just start a little bit with the Old Testament. Um, you have what you call the um, first books of the Bible, um, sorry remind me what's that called the um not the Pentateuch. well the,
0: um, it, you know the the book the torah the books of law yeah
1: that's what the jews yeah. would call that right jewish
0: people. yeah the torah okay yeah and some jews would would only would only accept that the bible as as the scriptures mm. you know certain certain uh jews
1: do you know so, what up to what book they would uh
0: yeah they to? would only they would only accept uh genesis to deuteronomy as the word of god and yeah, um hmm. you know so not all jews I, I think most jews accept the whole old testament as the word of god but um ah. there would be some that would only accept those first five and really those first five books those are the majority of what uh jews teach in synagogue
1: hmm so i see oh so really so if you go to a synagogue you're not going to hear i don't know what they call their version of a sermon but uh anything mm-hmm. about joe uh jonah or uh you know habakkuk
0: yeah probably not like you'll you'll probably hear I've heard a sermon, whatever you want to call it a teaching um in the synagogue it was from genesis 22 and it was about abraham going to sacrifice Isaac and mm-hmm. the Lord intervening, you know, there's a ram caught in the thicket. And I'm like, how do you read that and not see Jesus and mm-hmm. as as, as, the, as, the, as the lamb does, or the ram in that sense? Good point. To take the place of his only son.
1: Um, Muslims also accept up to Deuteronomy as well, if I'm not mistaken, is that right?
0: Sure, yeah, and they would yeah. accept the whole... They would accept the whole, really the whole Bible, um, hmm. not necessarily as the Word of God. But what they would say is all those scriptures have been corrupted by the Christian Church. That's what the Muslims would say. But I, they believe no. things hmm. like, like, like the Virgin Birth. That's in um, on the Quran. There's a story about the Virgin Birth, although it's different than the one in the Bible. It's Mary gives birth to jesus right after she conceives huh. there's no nine months so there's differences between biblical accounts and other accounts
1: okay um well that's um, okay now that, i guess that's a good question um we sport that unless you had another point on that no okay I'm, I'm just, um, uh, so games. the yeah that's all right so the old testament <laughs> then um you got um we covered that with okay so um our Jewish friends and our Muslim friends—they only, you know, they accept the Old Testament. We know that uh, the Jews will go only up to Deuteronomy, as far as um whatever. Um, I'm not even sure about that. The um, well, the some,
0: some. I, uh, I don't want to throw them yeah. all in the in that lot, but right, right.
1: i I know that they have different yeah. factions and so forth. Um, and so a Christian, uh, and I don't want to get too deep in the mud here, but um your your average um christian evangelical christian and catholic they accept all of the old testament as looking forward to jesus right um
0: yeah yeah okay yeah I, I would say so and that's the main that's what we would use the old testament for you know to i mean there's there's many other lessons you can get you know if you read the proverbs right you, you know or or the psalms or you know, um, John, Moses leading his people into the promised land, right? There's all these, right? You, you, you can read it, and you don't necessarily have to see Jesus in every single verse. Mm-hmm. But overall, overarching, that's, that's uh, what the Bible is about.
1: Since the Bible, you've already said, is about Jesus, and we know that, um, when would you say... Is a first um, Old Testament um, reference to Jesus coming?
0: Yeah, sure. I would say that's Genesis three fifteen. So pretty right? early. So this is after. So after right, exactly. So after the creation account, right, and then the 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 fall, uh, and then God uh, comes in, and uh, the woman. Uh, And the man, Adam and Eve give their little explanation about why they've sinned and God curses them. Uh, And then, you know, the woman uh, blames the serpent. The serpent deceived me and I ate. Uh, And the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly, you shall go and thus you you shall eat all the days of your life. I will be, put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He, sh, he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Now who's the he? there? He shall. Well, that's Jesus. Mm-hmm. So,
1: and I guess, um, because that's it's indisputable that he's prophesying about someone to come back and do that. So Jewish right. people are saying that is Christ but that's not the Christ that you guys point to.
0: Yeah. Well, interesting. As Genesis uh, goes forward where Eve conceives, and uh, I guess this is in chapter four, right? The first verse of chapter four. Now Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bore Cain saying, I have gotten a man with the help of the Lord. Mm. I think at that point she would have thought, this is the one who is to come, hmm. you know, like this is, this is who the Lord has promised. And then possibly like Abraham would have thought Isaac was the one to come because he was going to sacrifice him or the Lord was calling him to sacrifice. Now. So there was all these little, or, you know, David, is David the one to come, right? Cause the promise to David, no, it's one of David's sons. Well, is it Solomon? Well, it's not. Sol- and then you get into the genealogy, right. in in Matthew, that spells all of that out yes yes christ was to come but he had to wait right right so there's there was always that promise and there was always that belief of the promise Mm -hmm. that christ would come and then he does right Um, and you have so that's why i say the whole old testament is about jesus
1: right right and um I, is Isaiah, I know there's a lot of prophecy about Jesus. Is Isaiah, would that be one that has um, some of the, the largest amount of prophecies about Jesus that somebody could look into? Yeah,
0: well, especially when you get into chapter 40, right? So the second book, chapter 42, chapter 66 mm-hmm. of Isaiah, because the, the first 39 chapters, well, you know, you can, I mean, chapter 7 and chapter 9 talk about the virgin birth, right? So, but most of, most of the first 39 chapters of Isaiah talk about God's uh, justice and his, his wrath towards his people who have come into exile. But then chapter 40 um, to, through chapter six is God's promise to never, you know, to save his people. Mm-hmm. And that has the, the uh, most Christ-like um, chapters, chapter 53, where Um, he talks about, you know, what does Jesus look like? Or what does the Christ look like? He had no beauty. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected uh, by by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Uh, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted, but he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. I don't know how you can read that and not think of the cross.
1: I was just thinking that myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if you read that, if any, anyone reads that, and, they're, and they spend any time in the world, you know, for, you know, if you're of age to understand the world a little bit, um and you've heard something about jesus and you read that you're like who is that about that's about jesus Mm -hmm. so
1: uh maybe we should um since we're doing a ten thousand, you know foot overview here maybe we'll come back and do our next podcast as the old testament and just like camp out there for you know an hour um because there's so much there and i honestly i was not a sunday school kid i mean i I didn't, I didn't spend tons of time in my youth going to Sunday school and learning all that stuff. So I'm still learning about the old Testament myself. Um, Mm -hmm. and, um,
0: Well, what's amazing about a book like Isaiah is that it's written 700 years before Jesus is born. (laughs) So, so, um, (laughs) it's like, well, if you were going to make that up, um, there's a lot of things that have to happen to orchestrate that if the if the if the bible if you're going to make a point that the bible isn't true you're going to have to explain away the old mm-hmm. testament and how it talks about jesus so
1: that's a good point um when um when the old testament was done um you had all of that history i mean it's amazing it it if you sit down and you think about it for a while, because a lot of people aren't into history, but if you sit down and think about it, it it, it is quite a large amount of history just leading up to the end of the Old Testament. Then um, we have that period between the end of the Old Testament um, and the New Testament. How many years was that?
0: Yeah, four hundred years.
1: Four hundred years. Okay. Yeah. So what was we had we know that the Jews were basically. Um, I guess you would call it in charge of this old Testament, you know, like they were the one, the gate, not the gatekeepers, but they, they kind of, we have it today because they kept it up. Right. And they, they, um sure. they, they brought it to the world and kept it for the world. You know, when Jesus finally um, mm-hmm. showed up, what, uh, what was going on in their yeah. heads between, you know, like, the, you know, they said 400 years, th- you know, 300 years after the old Testament, are they getting giddy? Are they thinking, you know, what, what, what is to happen? You know what I mean? I don't know if you know that answer. Sure. But-
0: I mean, I, I, well, I think they're in in the same position that we are right now. Like when we look at the world around us and we see all these uh, tragedies and um, you know, uh, coronavirus and the, and the world kind of going crazy and you're like, God, you promised that the Lord Jesus would come. And, and so where is he? You know, so uh, in, in a lot of ways and, and how long has it been since the end, you know, the closing of the canon of the New Testament. Right. It's been mm. nineteen hundred years as opposed to four hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, in some ways you have to you, have, you just have to believe the promise of the Bible, like like where it says a, a day is like a thousand years to God mm. and a thousand years like a day. And, well, what was going through their heads, I, I suppose, just just, uh, just, a waiting on the Lord. You know, there's probably yeah, some frustration. How long, oh Lord? You know, how long do we have to wait? Uh, and you can see that somewhat, you know, as John the Baptist comes.
1: I think he froze up on me a little bit there.
0: Crying in the wilderness, right? Preparing the way for the mm-hmm. Lord. So um my internet says it's unstable here. You hear me
1: Uh-oh. okay? <laughs> yeah, get stable. Okay. You I, you, you yeah. sort of froze up for a second there.
0: That'd yeah. Be, yeah. Well, so I was talking about John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you so you can sense that you can sense that waiting and they're like, Are you are you the Christ? Right? So because you, you seem like you know what you're talking about and you have some kind of level of prophecy and and he says no i'm not but but there is there is one to come mm-hmm. and and shortly so you know you can you can kind of feel that feel that waiting that in anticipation yeah of uh the christ coming
1: <clears throat> yeah and they um okay golly there's just so much stuff i want to get into and i think we're only going to go for about another eight minutes here um the, um, okay. So, so Jesus shows up okay, just, um, what, what if you're, if you're thinking about this, you know, I guess, practically as a, as a new believer or somebody that does it and you're reading scripture about Jesus's life or whatever, um, it may not be obvious to your average person that Jesus didn't have the new Testament. So what was he going around preaching to these people, Joe?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, he, he like, I'm, I'm always amazed when I read in the scriptures, especially, like, somewhere, like, where in his temptation, for instance, where uh, Satan comes to him and he says, you know, bow down to me. And, 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 and what does Jesus say to him? Uh, he says, as it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Where Satan says, turn these, st- if you are the son of God, turn these stones to bread. Right. And Jesus immediately goes to the scriptures yeah and all, when he's preaching he's and when he gets in these arguments with with the pharisees and whatnot he's always saying have you not read right or they say give us a sign and he said you will only get the sign of of jonah right. so he jesus is constantly pointing back to the old old testament when he he didn't necessarily all he could have said is i am the christ which he did right he did say that i am the son of man son of god mm-hmm. but mostly he is pointing to the scriptures um and then most vividly after his resurrection in in luke 24 right on, on the um, road to emmaus
1: where mm-hmm.
0: right, the two disciples catch up with him and they say you know didn't you know that uh jesus died and 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 now there's a rumor of his resurrection and, and he says oh you of little faith let me walk you all the law and the prophets were about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so,
1: yeah. Well, that's, um, that's interesting. Um, sorry, I had a technical video problem there. Um, interesting to um, think about. Um, so we get to the New Testament then, and uh, we will do, if you want to, some more, who knows, maybe this will turn into a three, four-part series here. Um, that uh, So again, we, we, We dabbled into this a little bit when we were talking about discipleship. You've got your New Testament and your average Christian, including me when I became a Christian, you know, your pastor will just sit down. Oh, you become a Christian. That's great. Okay, now you should just start reading your Bible. Um, And I think you hit on this a little bit last time, but um, I suppose it wouldn't hurt for your average new believer or unread believer to start with your um, Gospels and then move from there to the letters, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, if if I'm recommending, where do you start? I would start um, with the Gospel of John, right? Because John hammers home the point what why his book is written. Right? He says that in in, in John uh, at the end of John chapter twenty, and then also in in twenty one, where we get to the end of twenty. um where we uh, 20 20 verse 31 these are written so that you may believe that jesus is the christ the son of god and that by believing you may have life in his name right it's plainly clear this is why this book is written this is why you need to read this right um every other i mean you could start at matthew you could start at luke you could start you could start a lot of places but i, I I always say, start with the Gospel of John because John tells you what you, why he wrote the book, um, mm-hmm. and this is what will happen when you read it and when you believe that you will, you may have life in His name.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so, uh, that's go ahead. that's
0: that's definitely where I say to start.
1: Yeah, um, what about? um, trying to think of how we could close it out here. Um, what about, um, okay, so you're, you're starting to read the Bible as a new believer or an old believer, whatever. Um, what would be recommendations on doing your Bible study? You know, how do you interpret? How do you find ways to interpret what you're reading? Because like you said earlier, Jesus speaks in parables. He speaks in um, sometimes metaphors and so forth. It's an older language, an older culture. Um, what do you recommend for, you know, how do you, you know, like, for instance, there's a lot of references, you know, that there, and I didn't even realize this when I first started reading the Bible, you have lots of references being made. Um, Would you recommend people get like a correspondence, a um, concordance, things like that?
0: Sure. Like, um, I mean, I even, I use, I, I use an ESB study Bible or a Ligonier, study bible or uh, even an niv study bible
1: <laughs> whoa so, joe just um, slow down so,
0: <laughs> um actually my niv study bible has a, lo- a yeah. lot of uh a lot of pictures and maps and stuff but yeah a, absolutely absolutely a, a reference book to say you know because sometimes it'll say as the prophet isaiah says mm-hmm. but sometimes it might not say that or you know where is that what and what does that mean and how does that, get that connect so yeah, definitely like a, like a a, st- a study Bible, um, you know, and if you can get into a Bible study to go along with your, your, your reading where you're around other Christians and you might, you might be reading the Bible in one way and, and you, you might think you're right, but you're actually, you're actually not, you know, like, like for instance, so I, I read the Bible, um, every day with with a friend and and today we read about the resurrection in Matthew 28 um and it says that there was an earthquake and, and the the tomb the the stone was rolled back by the angel so and at that point i said well stop right there why was the stone, stone rolled back was the stone rolled back in order for jesus to come out or for or for an order order to for the women to come in because it seems like jesus was already out but if you read this too quickly you might think oh well that's how jesus got out you know so it's little thing little things like that that you can pick up you know in a bible study where you might not get that if you're just reading by yourself right right
1: so basically what we need to do then is turn this into a 66 part series um, and just go through <laughs> each of, <laughs> and we'll be done in 2025. Um, no, that's yeah. a, I think that's a good intro, at least. Um, you want to do that? We'll, we'll next, next we'll, we'll go through, uh, it takes two or three, four parts. We'll do it.
0: Yeah, I'm available. A- any, any questions you have? Um, this okay. is, uh, I, I like talking about the Bible. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> That's a good, that's always a good thing for a Christian, right?
0: (laughs) I mean, I am a pastor, so that's kind of like, and a Christian. So um, Uh if I don't know the Bible, then I'm in big trouble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right, Joe, we'll, we'll close it out there because I got a hard stop right now, but we're going to come back and let's do, we'll start with just, we'll go Old Testament for our next study um, podcast. And we'll just, we'll try to dive a little bit more into the Old Testament. (laughs)
0: okay all right sounds Um, good yeah
1: all right thanks everybody for joining us and we will see you next time